Greetings, and thank you for accepting the invitation to join us to explore the glorious you. I am Bahia. My name means beautiful. And at some point, I'll share with you all the origin of that name. Although I will share with you at this point that it was gifted to me by our Mother, Father, God. So this is an invitation we're extending. It's just an invitation, welcoming you into this circle, welcoming you into this time. This time that we have together, we're calling it the glorious you. I love that, where you are so glorious, glorious, glorious to me. So my belief aligns with yours. There is no devil. There is no nothing lurking to take anything or to make me do anything. That was the other To part. make you slap Chris Rock. Right, um, right, right. The devil right. came because you're getting famous, Will. Right, right, More right. More famous. Right, right, right. So there's no such, there's no such entity. We are always in choice. You know, and when we think of the true, the truth about our Creator, right? Which, as we've said before, it's love, it's love, it's love, it's unconditional love. And so then, why would that one then create another entity that would torment and take away from us and? be that we'd have to be on guard and watch on because any moment it's going to descend upon us because it's lurking around waiting to destroy i mean it does not make sense it doesn't make sense when we choose to raise our consciousness to a place of examining things that are told to us you know at one time it was the belief of everyone on this planet that the earth was flat but when it was disproved, then there was a chance to elevate the consciousness that, oh, it's actually round and we're not going to fall off when we sail to the end, right? So there's information that's given to us in childhood or young adulthood or whatever. But at some point, it's up to you to either accept it or expel it. And if it's not fitting with your consciousness, if it's not promoting your higher thinking, your growth, your vibration, then examine that. It's not healthy to hold on to things. Prejudice. It's not healthy to hold on to that if you haven't, un, if you haven't examined it to see that there's something that doesn't quite fit. It doesn't quite resonate with me anymore, right? So the belief in, in the devil and something evil. It is, when you look at it from a control standpoint, a wonderful way to control people, right? To insert within their consciousness that if you don't act in a way that I determine is good, but you present in a way that's bad, that there is this entity 
that has now taken possession of you or control you. And then not only it does it take possession of you, but then it takes you to a fiery hell where you burn forever and ever and ever. I mean, really. That's really going to happen. So the examination of what it is and what is it really. So the whole idea behind good and bad, who's to say what's good and bad? Who determines that for you? Because there is no overarching. Now, we can put in some just real basics. Like if you're harming another person, yeah, that's probably not healthy, right? If you are constructing something to bring demise or diminishment on a group of people, yeah, not healthy. But as far as living your life on a day-to-day -day basis, Who's to say what's good and bad for you? Wouldn't you be the best determiner of that since you were given choice and you're the only species that has choice? Then choice becomes the re replacement of good and bad. This is my choice. And then what comes from choice is consequence, not the devil. I made this choice. These are the consequences. Oh, I don't like those consequences? Well, what do I get to do? I get to make another choice. And so then now we're not always putting ourselves down and making ourselves bad. And so then therefore the devil is not making us do something. We're just simply making choices. So we go from choice to choice to choice until we find one that aligns with the consequence that we want to have. How simple is that? Rather than to bring a whole other entity in who is keeping me from my good. He is always trying to keep me from my good. The devil just took over that. What? Right. But it's great for escapism. If you want to live in the illusion. I mean, I'm not dissuading anyone. If that's, if that's comfortable for you and you feel comfortable in that belief. And it's working for you. I don't particularly know anyone it works for, but perhaps if it's working for you, then hold on to it. If it's not, begin to examine it. How did I get into this situation? How did I get into this particular uh, marred <laughs> response or consequence? Oh, that was a choice I made. And as I told you, the kids at the hospital say, well, I'm choosing not to choose. Well, that's a choice too. So when we then just resign ourselves to whatever comes, which is also called victimhood, right? Then the consequence of that was also your choice not to choose. But it's not an entity, a devil coming to get you or to influence you. Amazing grace. That's my trigger. You were talking about yours. Uh, amazing grace. Oh, sweet. The, the, the sound that saved a wretch like me. I am not a wretched person. Now, I do understand the person who wrote that, who was on a slave ship transporting slaves, might have felt that his behavior was wretched. Because it was. Because it was. And I do agree with that. But I myself, by here, am not a wretched person. Right? So I replaced the lyrics that saved and set me free. 
right? Because the truth does that. It will release you from the bondage of ignorance, and I'm not calling anyone ignorance, I'm talking about unconscious thought. Truth will release you from that and set you onto a path of freedom. Yes. I'm getting chills right now because as a singer, sometimes, I've gotten to a point where I don't want to say words that I don't care if it is gospel or not, that don't align for me. So when you were sitting here, I was thinking about since I've been back here, I've been asked to minister at a couple of funerals and serve, minister. I don't, I'm not trying to be holy, y'all, but that's just how I talk. Serve, minister. And it's always the same song. And I was just thinking when you said that about the words, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm good. Um, because then I started thinking about the songwriter of Amazing Grace and what you just shared with all of us that maybe people don't know. He, he was on a ship writing this song after he had done some horrible things. I once was lost. Sir, you still are. <laughs> but now I'm found. Maybe right now, today. But then as soon as you finish writing this, you decide to continue on with your kidnapping. Hostage take. Okay. Yeah. We have to consider that. Words are power. And to the singers, y'all better stop singing them songs. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we want to to monitor, you know, we just had this conversation a few minutes ago, monitor the words that come out because words are power. Remember, everything is energy, right? Everything is energy. Even this table, this computer, all of this stuff that's in front of us right now is just energy and it's vibrating at different levels that will have the appearance of matter and form. But everything is energy, including us. I've said this a million times. When we started this afternoon, we're not the same person because the cells, the atoms, everything is changing all the time. Words are also energy. You and I have had this discussion. We've had it with our tribe here. The sticks and stones may break my bones, but words, it's not true because words are everlasting and they hang in the ethos and they bring energy with them. And so the words we use need to reflect who we are, our intention of being. That's the reason one of the first homework assignments I give to clients is to identify who you are, naming Naming something, according to Webster's, is identifying the nature of it. Identifying the nature of it. So when we speak our word, when we talk, we are identifying the nature of what we're speaking of, but we're also identifying the nature of ourselves. What comes out of our mouth is greeted by a receptive universe that says only yes. And so when you're speaking into the universe that you're a wretch, the universe says yes. Yes, and go. so we're going to help you continue to do that. <laughs> right. And did. Right. And so no, you're not wretched. No, you're not horrible. You are absolutely expressions of the Most High God. 
and you have to recognize that you are a unique expression because God does not replicate herself. No snowflake is the same. This has been proven scientifically. This is not the world according to Bahia. This is the world according to our divine province, our divine creator. Nothing is the same. There is no replication. So for you to be here, you are a unique expression of God, meaning that God said, I want to express fuller. I need a tree. I need a Bahia. I need a Sally. I need a Marcus. I need a Minyan. I need a Rashida. I want to express that. And so when you walk in that light, what are you talking about that the devil is doing something to you? What? Even twins have different absolutely thumb you know, absolutely fingerprints. Absolutely. I went to be I found this out. I was watching History Channel or something else. Even cows, that's what they're called, right? <laughs> that their their our fingerprint is their nose print. Their nose print, each one is different. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. So living that and knowing that, how could you accept that gloriousness about yourself and then in the same breath, accept that something was created to destroy you and to tempt you? No, make some choices, make some different choices. Have some different consequences. Step into another vibration. Raise not only your vibration, but then when you do, you invite others up. So then your conversation, the words that come from your mouth are tremendous. And you then raise the consciousness of others just simply by being. That's what we're doing. At the risk of sounding like, oh, it's so easy. We know that it's, as a person, I don't know your background, but my background is heavy, heavy church. Like, if we don't tithe, we're going to lose everything. You know, again, I'm just going back to my married life again, because he was not religious. He did not grow up in going to church. And that was probably the right idea, actually, looking back. But there was times, you know, when I thought, if we didn't tithe, we would lose our house or lose money. Just that kind of thinking. So we know that it is not an overnight process. And then when you start to begin to walk in it, then you're like, you're afraid to talk about it around other people. But the freedom that comes with this knowing for yourself is so very powerful to the life experience. And I would just say, you know, as I moved more into where I am now, I was surrounded by faith leaders who didn't mind being questioned. Now, growing up, uh, I might get slapped across the floor into the window. I don't know. Yeah. So my background, I was, I think I was born in the church <laughs> there every Sunday, all day long. Sunday school, Maddie Coleman, it was a Methodist, CME. 
And then on Wednesday was prayer meeting, yes. and then board meeting, and yeah. then we're eating like, together right. Sunday, and then going back one more time yes. for Sunday night service. Yes, absolutely. And I thought that it was everyone's existence. I was so happy to realize that God had left a portal for me that that was not <laughs> what one had to do. I never thought of uh, of our Creator as a friendly indweller. No. Um, I, He's going to get you. Yeah, he absolutely. Keeping, get you. keeping track of every It's a book. Yes. <laughs> and when you open that book, him and Santa Claus. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they shared uh, information. A network. <laughs> <laughs> the original network. But... So I was a questioner, and then I was shut down because it was one of the mysteries of God. And I was like, so when I got old enough and could choose for myself, I chose to step away uh, from all of these mysteries and find something more tangible. One of the other things that helped me to step away, sharing personally, is that I had a child that died, a baby, and um, I was told that it was the will of God and that God needed another angel, and so that's the reason um, my child died. And I was like, I cannot worship anything that would do that, any entity that that would be the choice. And so it was the not the death of the child, but my stepping away was the best thing that could happen because then I went everywhere and I studied everything. Buddhism and Taoism and other organized Western religions and I just like, it was just all being taken in. And so that's the reason now I can, not that I'm an expert of all things, that's not what I'm saying, but I can speak to people on a level that they present themselves on because of my experience. So everything has purpose. Everything has purpose. I'm so grateful to have the relationship now that I have with my mother father that I can call it that and understand absolutely that that is the truth. I've said to you before, I love the words that Reverend Michael says, that God is the keeper of my soul and the lover of my heart. Every time I say that, it just fills me. The keeper of my soul and the lover of my heart. I mean, what greater thing is there? And then personal experiences I've had with God meeting me and renaming me. That's one of the things we've talked about. It's just a glorious experience to have the reaffirmation, but being awake and in allowance because, as I say often, it doesn't matter what radio station you listen to. God, radio station G-O-D is always playing, even when you're listening to W. CBA or Clark Atlanta, it's still playing. So it's just waiting for you to come into a place of receptivity to receive. That's it. Yes. Is it easy? No. 
it was an easier break for me because I just did cold turkey. I don't want no part of you all. I told God, I'll stay out of your house, you stay out of mine. And I was just done. But there was that call to find something higher. Thanks to everyone listening and holding the vibration of light and love. If you would like additional information about glorious events or how to reach out to Bahia, feel free to join us via Instagram at YouAreSoGlorious or connect with us via email at TheGloriousYouPodcast at gmail.com.